Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy and Dyke Trump Day. Uh, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Oh my God, all you liberal idiots. It's Christmas for you. It's Christmas morning, man. Your freaking Easter basket came early, didn't it? All right. Oh my God, we're going to bust Trump's ass today. Oh, here it comes. Uh, yeah, the coverage, you know, even Fox. Awaiting Trump departure for court appearance. You know, they'll be they'll be following his stinking car and his entourage everywhere it goes. And, you know, there he goes. He's walking into the courtroom. Now he's walking out of the court. Nothing's gonna happen until around two thirty. Well, we say that's when the uh, judge, I guess, has scheduled the arrangement. Uh, which is, you know, fairly procedural stuff. You know, hey, this is what we're charging you with. Uh, you know, these are all the counts. How do you plead? How are you going to plead? Set the trial date. Bye. In most other proceedings, it's kind of a big who cares, you know. Uh, even the big TV trials, which apparently this one's not going to be, and I'll talk about that in a second. You know, there's some high-profile uh, case, and, you know, ooh, the killer is being arraigned today. But arraignment in and of itself, as far as I am as I understand, is, you know, it's it's simply procedural. Uh, but the news, they're just salivating. They're having the big O over this constantly, you know, multiple big O's over uh first off the audience that cnn and msnbc and the three networks boy their their audience numbers are are going through the roof because baby trump's back man he's back with a vengeance it's really a kind of a dysfunctional relationship that the the press have with donald trump it's like a dysfunctional you know uh, passive, not even passive aggressive, openly aggressive relationship. It's a dysfunctional relationship, right? You know, somebody's in, you ever, somebody's involved with somebody that they really don't like. You know, try. Actually, Riccardi was talking about that. I just remember Riccardi was talking about this last night. That the media, they 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 hate Trump. He makes their lives miserable, but they love him and they can't leave. Just can't break up with him. McCarty also said, and I thought this was brilliant, that, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the coverage of Donald Trump getting into vehicles and going someplace in regards to this arraignment, in this case, this indictment, they, it, it's like the press are treating it like the O.J. Simpson Bronco chase, you know, and they really are. They love Trump's ass. MSNBC, CNN, all the three, net, their, their ratings uh, and the networks, as far as their news divisions, their the ratings are in the toilet. They're not merely in the toilet. Their 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 audience is is like beneath the toilet. The audience has been flushed. Okay, the audience is lingering there at the bend in the pipe below the toilet. That's how bad their numbers are. You 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 cart Trump out, and boy, numbers start getting fat. Start seeing some audience. They love his ass. They hate his ass. They just can't break up with him. And the indictment is almost kind of feels like a restraining order of some kind. Like, we're, we're going to get a restraining order against him and indict him on an out-of-date misdemeanor. They're saying uh, 34 felony counts. <laughs> For what? For what? 
34 felony. Okay, Nancy Pelosi, if you, you follow the paper trail, we already pretty much know that she's guilty uh, of what uh, Martha Stewart uh, went to federal prison for. In other words, Paul Pelosi in between drinks, uh, you know, uh, in between drinks and visiting the Home Depot for all we know, you know. Uh, dumped all his investments uh, in regards to coming legislation that, uh, you know, insider trading, uh, that sort of thing, allegedly. Uh, Biden is guilty of all kinds of crap, as the gentleman from Kentucky is showing us almost on a daily basis at this point. Comer comes up with additional, uh, you know, evidence almost on a daily basis uh, that the family, the Biden family tree basically is funded by Chinese money. I mean, they're all making crap loads of Chinese money off of peddling Joe Biden's ass as vice president when he was vice president. They set up deals for when he got out of office. Uh, Joe Biden is guilty of uh, treason, I think you could argue, on, on many different fronts, especially in regards to the open border. Uh, you, you, you certainly based upon, and maybe you think I'm being a jerk, but based upon what I know about Joe Biden at this point and what you should know about Joe Biden at this point, you could slap his ass in jail for the rest of his natural life, which, you know, may only be about six months, but Trump's bad. Got to take down Trump, man. That's everybody. Look, I'm looking at some numbers though. I, I, I've been wrestling with the idea, uh, is, is this indictment? Uh, waking some folks up, maybe possibly some Democrats, who, in the silence of their souls, you know, are looking at this going, well, they don't have it. This is obviously political. They're charging a man with something that's not a crime. He's, he's, our justice system is is being inverted. It's the jurisprudence is gone. It's, and maybe they're waking up. But then I look at some recent polling from CNN, and this kind of disheartens me to a certain extent. Uh, Fox News is actually reporting this. Uh, a new CNN poll from yesterday, or was released yesterday, shows 76% of respondents uh, to this CNN poll believe that this is a political hit job, that politics have played a part or play, have played a role in the decision process to indict Donald Trump. It's political. 76% believe uh, of americans believe it's political however <laughs> and this you're you're not seeing in the headline from fox news however 60 percent of all americans approve of this indictment now those are a couple of interesting numbers because what it tells me and maybe maybe tells you as well is that while in their minds a lot of folks are are thinking, well, there's no real legal merit to this, so it's obviously politically motivated, but you know what? They don't freaking care because they think his ass ought to be in jail anyway. They approve of an indictment that they simultaneously believe is politically motivated. That, to me, is troubling. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, 60% of the American population, if this... CNN poll is is worthy, which maybe it isn't. I don't know. CNN, but just for poops and giggles, let's assume it's true and it's a it's a solid poll. Uh, that means you know sixty percent of the people in this country are complete morons. There, there's not if you approve 
of the decision to indict Trump, you are approving, you are supporting a non-legal action against an American citizen. If you approve of the indictment, what it tells me is that your political hatred of Donald Trump is all that matters. Doesn't matter if he's not guilty of something. Doesn't matter if he's not guilty of what he's being impeached for. Doesn't matter if there's observable evidence that people were colluding against him, i.e. the P diary that Hillary Clinton paid for as oppo research, as opposition research, by funneling campaign money through several different state treasuries, political, political treasuries. Hillary Clinton, you could look up a, a, a paper trail right now online and take you maybe two freaking minutes on Google to figure out that Hillary Clinton is actually really, really guilty of the stuff they're claiming Donald Trump is guilty of and is not. <laughs> it's, it's a farce. But, hey, it's going to be some fun TV watching uh, for some of us, you know, for the 40 percenters who think this uh, indictment is not. The, we do not approve of this indictment because it's it's, it's fake. It's it's political. Uh, the FEC, the, the folks in our federal government who are supposed to uh, observe elections in this country and campaign finance law and all that stuff, they already looked into this and said there's no crime, nothing to charge them with. Federal prosecutors, uh, federal prosecutors from the DOJ have already looked into this and said there's no crime to charge him with. But a politically, again, a 30-second Google search on Alvin Bragg will tell you all you need to know about him. Somehow, magically, a Manhattan DA who has been gunning for Donald Trump since Donald Trump came on the scene in the presidential cycle of 2015 and 2016 uh, has decided there is a crime against all evidence to the contrary. But again, it'll be some fun TV watching because Trump is, I, I, I tell you, and you know this, he's eating this up. This only helps him. When we get back, I'll, I'll try to figure out whether I think that this is all part of the evil plot or are they really just a bunch of elitist dumbasses who are uh, in their arrogance going about the business of electing Donald Trump to the Oval Office. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 107, 123 minutes after 9. I'm Sean. How are you? You know, I'm going to get into my thoughts on the evil plot that's afoot beneath the, the soil or the surface level, the gurgling surface of the swamp uh, in a few minutes. But I have to own something on the air, Don Morgan, that uh, I'm a little embarrassed by. Uh, a few minutes ago, which is our tradition here, it's our new tra- tradition with, with James Trevino, our producer, intrepid producer over there. Very intrepid. Is that at the beginning of each hour, right? Well, on my show, he he looks at me and says, "What does you say? Are are you going to be? What do you say? Um, oh, uh, are you going to be riff. riffing? Are you going to riff with intent? Are you going to riff with intent, or do I need to like do audio and stuff? Basically, is the inference, right? And if I say no, I'm just going to riff because no, no, I open each hour just running my trap, you know, pretty much. 
90 percent. 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%. And then it, it, Mr. Trevino goes out and has a smoke, has a cigarette break. Or cleans which, up dog poop. Or cleans up some dog crap, you know, either way. <laughs> Maybe he has a smoke while he's cleaning up some dog crap. <laughs> right. Uh, and this happened, and uh, he asked me, are you going to riff with intent? And I, I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> he did, Don. And then I corrected myself. I yes. did, and then I corrected myself and said, "You know, James, I say yes, ma'am, so many dozens of times on a daily basis mm-hmm. that I just automatically said yes, ma'am because I say yes, ma'am to my wife, and I realized I'm just whipped. I, I'm just really just a. I'm just not a man anymore. I'm, I'm I'm less of a man. I am my my wife owns my ass. I mean, to the extent to where I say I automatically, it's my autonomic reaction." <laughs> To say yes, ma'am. It's programmed into my ass. I mean, it really is. Right. I called him ma'am. And it wasn't a you know, gender thing. I know what his damn pronouns are. It had nothing to do with that. I'm just so used to saying yes, ma'am. What's happened to me, man? What's happened to me? Well, perhaps I watch the Hallmark channel all the time, man. What? Maybe you have you have manners now. No, I don't think before. that's it. You don't think that's it? I think I accidentally called him ma'am because I say yes, ma'am, all the time. I text yes, ma'am. If my wife you know, texts me, why don't you shut up and let the caller talk? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, I text yes, ma'am so many times, it's, it's like imprinted on my phone. So I just type the Y and yes, ma'am comes up. You know what I mean? Right. Yes, I, ma'am. Just saying, man. <laughs> I, had, I had 46 years of freedom. And uh, <laughs> and he rocked it. You did very well, Mijo. No, he didn't. He was a complete disaster. I was a mess. I, I forgot. Mess. I, I he forgot. was single when I met him. He was. I was single when he met me. It was terrible. <laughs> I lost my car at Fiesta. I he couldn't did. find it. So I, I'm thankful for my. I love my wife with all my heart. Okay, we we have a great relationship. I'm just saying that I I defer to her a lot, and I say yes, ma'am, a lot. And James, yes, sir. I was not questioning your gender or how you identify in any way, shape, or form by referring to you as ma'am. It simply was an autonomic response right. to the fact that I say yes, ma'am, a lot. Well, it was funny. Mr. John, do you want to walk to the mailbox? mailbox? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Mr. John, I need to go to the Dollar Tree to buy a meat thermometer. Yes, ma'am. I need a little spatula. We're going to H-E-B. Yes, ma'am. Stop I'm out of cumin. Yes, man. Stop buying yeah, stuff on Amazon. Don't you buy anything else on Amazon, Mr. John. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, I'm just saying that's all that was. Just an honest reaction. Just, I you didn't mean it to feminize you or in any way, shape, or form. I can do that on my Please own. Please don't. You could do that all by yourself. Yes. You know, just don't, don't tell HR. <laughs> we don't have one anymore. I guess we don't, do we? But I accept your, I accept your Chase the chick away. professional <laughs> apology. You mean, you mean that dame left? That broad left, man, oh, yeah. Man. Wow. No HR broad now. Nice game. Well, you know what? I can promise you this. She's probably listening. Huh? She's probably listening. Yeah, she is. You're so hot, Brenda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love Brenda. I hope we she's laughing. She is laughing her ass off wherever she is. Uh, she's, she's pounding her fist into her palm of her hand. Kick his ass. And I'll say, yes, ma'am. Yep. Because right behind my wife was Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) Kick it by head. Yeah. 
Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 939. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. And the phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And... Um, yeah, I'm going to read a Babylon B story to you uh, coming up in a few minutes, word for word. That's all I'm going to do, because the Babylon B story says pretty much everything I w- believe about what's going on right now with a lot of trans stuff. Because in America in the year 2023, a day without day without a tranny is like a day without sunshine. Because they they help form the soul of this country, you know, according to the president. <laughs> So that's coming up. But I want to talk. I mentioned this a little while ago. You know, I've wrestled back, and I've said this over the past few years. I've kind of wrestled with which is the the more likely reality. Is there a great evil plot going on behind the scenes, globally, if you will, but certainly inside this own this this country to destroy the old America uh, and 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 replace it with a fascist state? Is it an evil plot, uh, or are the folks uh, in our political system that populate our political system, the swamp, uh, and and just the liberal community in general, and and some Republicans are they really just dumbasses? You know, is it just really dumbassery? You know, I, I'm, and I, I the conclusion I've come to is it's really kind of a little of both, maybe more. I'm erring more on the dumbassery, in that the older I get. And I'm 56 now. The older I get, the more experiences I have uh, on planet Earth, what I have come to realize is that sometimes I give people way too much credit, including myself. In fact, I'm usually at the front of the line. You know, we, the thing about conspiracies is you, you, you attach to people, to, to groups of human beings, the ability to think uh, multidimensionally, all the time on several different levels, and I, and and sometimes we just we're asking way too much. I think there is uh, a plot, if you will, to d- destroy America for what it is—a uh, free market system, a constitutional republic, representative government, all that stuff with uh, something more akin to a fascist state. I do believe that, but I, I believe the plot itself is largely populated by incredibly unimpressive and stupid people. And I think the the whole Trump indictment, frankly, is an example of the dumbassery of it. Because what you have on that side of things is a great deal of arrogance. You have an elitism that, you know, most of us have not really experienced in our own lives. I've seen it just through my radio work and... Being on the radio, you get to meet all kinds of people, right, over the years. And uh, the other thing I've discovered is that the more arrogant a person is, the dumber they tend to be. And why is that? Because arrogance blinds you. Arrogance blinds you to truth. Arrogance blinds you to reality. Arrogance blinds you to what's right in front of you. Because when you view everything through an arrogant lens or a lens of arrogance... Uh, or elitism, or whatever you want to call it, snobbery, I don't know. 
your your view of the world is deeply tainted by your own thoughts concerning yourself and other people. And the people who are about it these days, as far as the woke stuff, the tranny stuff, the border, all the crap that's going wrong in America, the economy, international affairs, you know, the ongoing threat from what I call the new access powers, Germ, you know, uh, Russia, uh, China, Iran, what have you, is that you know, one thing I've, I've observed is that they just seem to be so damn stupid. I mean, this Trump indictment is doing nothing but electing Donald Trump. And when you're operating from an arrogant point of view, it's true the Democrats, if you want to look at them as a, as a movement, the progressive movement, yeah, they're all really good at staying on point and all ships sailing in the same direction. they got the same bullet points. They're all saying the same thing. But there's a, 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 an observable lack of depth about any of it. And when you're living in an arrogant state, you may be able to work in concert with other people, but ultimately you're just thinking about your own dumbass at the same time. This DA, Alvin Bragg, is all about himself. And I think he believes he's doing the party's bidding, and I'm sure he is. And I'm sure he's had conversations behind the scenes to those effect, to that effect. But he himself is a dumbass. Because all he's really thinking about is not the case, is not the legal ramifications of it. He's thinking about the history of it. He's thinking about what it does for him. I'm, I want to be the guy who takes down Donald Trump. And uh, pride comes before a fall. There's a reason <laughs> that's something that uh, a reality that we all embrace either biblically or just as as a result of the experiences of our own lives is that arrogant people tend to be really stupid they make stupid decisions and they do things they make uh, dumbass uh, choices and so i don't think if there is a movement to uh, uh transform america fundamentally into a fascist state or a communist state or a socialist state yeah, they're doing it, but God, they're so stupid about it. Am I right or wrong? Here's David. David, how you doing? Pretty good. What are you thinking? I wanted, I wanted to thank you. Yesterday, I was laughing my tail off. I almost got fired because I'm imagine this. I'm I'm a maintenance tech in an apartment complex, and I got you in my earbuds, and I'm trying not to laugh out loud. <laughs> was that the Trump thing I was doing? About goats, the goats. <laughs> the goats and the Cabrito and the carne gustada and the whole thing. I just wanted to thank you for making my Monday. You're so You're welcome. Awesome, You're quite welcome, man. <laughs> thank you so much for the call, David, and I'll try to get you laughing today, too, okay? I, You know what? Uh, speaking of arrogance, and you know, and, and one of the things you know about being a professional commentator that you got to be careful. Of, at least I try to be careful about this because you see it in a lot of. I'm not cracking on people, but you know, when you're on the radio talking to a whole lot of people every day, and that's what you do for a living, it's really easy to start taking yourself too seriously. <laughs> and believe me, there's a lot of people in this business that take themselves way too seriously. I don't have that issue. <laughs> And when I have that issue, my wife, you know, kicks it in the ass and it goes away real quick. All right. I really think being funny is my primary job in life. I think my the things suck so bad right now that I really if I can crack you up at least once a day really, really well, 
or if James can crack you up or Don Morgan or whatever, I feel like my work here is done. That's why I talk about such goofy crap. You know why? Because you freaking need a laugh. <laughs> and you're going to get one when I get back because I'm going to read a Babylon. This is I got to read this to you. The Babylon Bee is freaking brilliant, man. Talk about a fun job that must be. Uh, the Babylon Bee's latest uh, reporting, reportage on the trans movement. That's coming up next on News Talk 550 KTSA. In the morning time makes me think about different things going on in the world. Just what you need to start your day. I listen every morning from the time I get up. I get up early, early in the morning. Get your day going. A little help from your friends. Can't beat it on the way to work. On 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. Take a quick phone call here, here, then I'll read some Babylon B stuff to you. Jason, how you doing? Hey, Rhymester, how's it going? Another day in showbiz, brother. What are you thinking? Hey, look, reference, uh, reference the indictment. All these pundits are on TV saying, oh, there's nothing there, etc. Why is he doing this? Look. We all knew both impeachments, nothing was there. Right. The Mueller investigation, they knew nothing was there. Right. And the January 6th. But here's here's the deal, okay? There's four reasons they did it. First of all, it's distracting all the bad crap that bumbling <laughs> yep. Biden's doing. Yep. It's taking the heat off him. It's taking the heat off the Biden syndicate family. Mm-hmm. All right? It's distracting Trump. He can't campaign. All right, he's going to be. Oh, I don't think I. No, I I would disagree that. I think he's doing. I think he's going to use this to his full advantage. Yeah, I mean, it'll distract him some. He he will campaign. It'll distract him some. But hey, look, if they can just minimize it, it's going to cost him some money. Okay, and look, it. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get a lot more attention in the primary. But it's the general election that's going to count. He's already the front runner. DeSantis right. ain't even running. He, by f- uh, so, and DeSantis hasn't even run yet or even announced yet. But I mean, right. Trump's yeah. miles ahead of everybody. Yeah, right, absolutely. Right. Yeah, but it's early. But the thing is, they know nothing's going to happen. And Alvin Bragg, you won't hear of that dud two years from now. Okay? <laughs> Probably not. You don't hear a Mueller. I I appreciate. I got to go. Yeah, and he thinks he's finding his place in history, but he's really finding his place in obscurity. Very quickly, Babylon B, uh, latest story, San Mateo, California. In honor of Trans Visibility Week, Crystal Dynamics' next installment of, of the beloved Tomb Raider franchise will reportedly replace treasure hunter Lara Croft with transgender TikTok influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Lara Croft is a beloved character, but she has served her purpose. Her voluptuous body that was somehow capable of advanced acrobatics and superhuman combat advanced women's rights by a good 20 years, said a representative from publisher Square Enix. Now it's time for her to pass the torch to a real woman, Dylan Mulvaney. Early previews of the next game show Mulvaney prancing flamboyantly through ancient ruins, saying classic Tomb Raider phrases like, ancient Mayan temples, love them. And tee-hee-hee. Though, though Mulvaney's likeness and voice will be lent to the project, motion capture will be handle, handled by veteran stunt women. as <laughs> the trans icon reportedly had trouble moving like a real woman. 
It was probably some glitch, said lead animator Bill Benjamins. Dylan is a very real and attractive woman who is very womanly and is a woman. Dylan is a woman. Please don't murder me. Tomb Raider, the lost tampon, has a planned release date of December 15th. <laughs> Dylan, you're a dude, man. I, you know what? I, you know, you know. I'm, it's again. It's just nauseating to me watching the left trample on women. Guys are just trampling on women. You're lifting your leg. Well, I'm sorry, you're dudes. You're standing and peeing on the legacy of the feminist movement of this in this country. You are peeing on women's sports. You are peeing on feminism. You are peeing on equality. And and frankly, I think a lot of the trannies that I'm seeing on TV, like Dylan Mulvaney, you know what he is? He's just silly. <laughs> These are silly, silly, messed up people, okay? Watching a, a dude who has been living as a chick for, what, 365 days? That's it? One year? And everybody fawning over this guy? And he's just a silly jackass? You know what I mean? I, I I'm not a woman. I have some feminine ways, and on occasion I will watch some Hallmark and drink some herbal tea. I admit it. I admit it. But you know what? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. See how you are. I'm secure enough in my what remnants of my masculinity I have left. I'm not offended by that, Mr. Trevino. I'm just saying, you know what? A woman's life is, most women, you know what? Their lives are hard. They have hard lives. Being a single mom's hard life. Got to work their ass off. Got to sacrifice. Women squeezing another human being out of their bodies. You know, it's not easy being a woman. Biologically, it's not easy being a woman. Socially, culturally, it's not easy being a woman. And he got all these silly jackasses who are dudes who can't compete well enough in their own field. And we're now what? There are more women than biological women. Is that the is that the dealio? Is that where we are? You're all a bunch of silly jackasses. How does that make you feel? And Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back six minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Hey, if you're trans, is it okay to shoot Christian kids as long as they're, you know, Christian kids because they might grow up to be awful people that might judge you? It's okay to shoot and kill kids, right? You, do you agree with that? If if you're trans or if you support the trans community and 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 mind you, I'm going to throw out my little stinking disclaimer here and that I I'm a fairly libertarian guy and I I've supported gay rights, gay and lesbian rights my whole adult life. Pro same sex marriage, I still am. We're talking about you in the trans community who are currently being used by political and I think economic forces. But is it okay to shoot kids as long as they're Christians? Because, you know, they might grow up to be awful, judgmental people. I'm just curious because I'm seeing a lot of gun talk about, the, you know, concerning the trans community right now. In fact, if you do a Google image search on trans guns, just put plug in trans guns instead of trans guns. So I got to type in, do an image search on Google. 
Here's what you'll find. Uh, rainbow flags and AK-47s, or what looked to be AK-47s. Defend equality, rainbow with a looks like an AR-15. Pro- protect trans rights. Another meme over an image of an AK, it looks like, a, well, an assault, I don't know, assault weapon. By their standards, I guess, an assault weapon with a rainbow. Let's see, armed queers bash back. There's another meme. Get that on a T-shirt. Well, here's one that I'm seeing a lot of, uh, and this is on, people are wearing this on T-shirts now. Trans rights or else. And it's got a picture, one, two, three, four, five, five long barrel. Uh, let's see, it uh, looks like an AR. Uh, there's a rifle with a scope on it. All of these in rainbow colors. Trans rights or else. Uh, self-defense for LGBT. Self-protection and concealed carry for the LGBT community. Oh, there's that one again. Armed queers bash back. Uh, let's see the minority whip, Democrat minority whip in, in uh, the Wyoming state house, a chick by the name of Carly Provenza, uh, posted a picture on Facebook, uh, showing an old woman pointing again, what looks to be an AR, uh, towards you looking at the meme auntie. I don't know what the hell. I'm not going to say that. I don't know what the hell that word means. Auntie says, protect trans folks against fascists and bigots. Uh, fascists and bigots. Uh, and she's, you know, a lot of people have been screaming, screaming and yelling about her. Uh, but my wife and I were talking about this yesterday. My wife was doing searches and found, I guess this is the new rhetoric, right? By people who, in any other situation, want to think that ARs are bad. So, if if I don't, if I misgender you, or even worse, if I dead name you, does that mean you have a right to shoot me dead? Is that what we're saying here? Is that is that what's going on? Is that where the trans movement is headed? Now, when I say you're being used, what I mean is. The people who are promoting you and trans rights and they want six-year-olds to get their, you know, genitals mutilated and hormone blockers and all, apart from the the crap loads of money the medical industry is making off this stuff, whether it's the the, the uh, pharmaceutical companies or individual doctors that do these procedures, the real puppet masters behind the scenes... You know what? They want violence in America. They want Americans shooting at each other. They do. I think they do. It's, it's just my opinion. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm getting all Alex Jonesy on you. But that's what they want. They 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 want conflict in America. Okay. They're they're gutting one way or the other. They're gutting the police departments of major metropolitan areas. We're seeing the violence every single stinking day. Uh, and, uh, you know, if there's violence and anarchy in the streets, I guess you can roll in with the, either the military or some kind of, uh, contrived, uh, federal police, uh, agency. I don't know, but I think it's part of the plan. So I'm just curious if there's anybody listening who supports this stuff, who thinks like, uh, Kareem Jean 
Clouseau said the other day that, you know, days after three nine-year-olds and three 60-year-olds were gunned down by a transgendered person whose manifesto we'll never probably see, but I'm sure it brings up her tranniness in some regard, was out there saying the trans community are under attack. Where? Oh, I know. Well, you, Sean, you're you're attacking the trans community. No, I'm not. I'm I'm being observant of the trans community and telling you stuff that's out there and stuff that I'm seeing and hearing. Right now, if you're trans, you're the cool kid in the room. You're not being oppressed. You're not being attacked. You got more cameras on you than any than freaking Donald Trump at this point. The trans community dictates corporate policy, political policy. Governmental policy? Cultural policy? What doesn't the trans community currently influence? But in some meaningful way, okay, as far as people uh, losing their ability to make a living in Nashville, well, you can get freaking shot for it. Where Where are the trans people under attack? Right now it seems like they hold all the cards. Because I'm just I'm seeing more of this trans and guns thing, okay, uh, or all around you. So I'm just asking you: if you're a liberal idiot and you think I'm just the worst thing ever, and I'm a freaking hater, and I'm a Nazi, and I'm a you know whatever, I'm a domestic threat, you call me up and you explain to me if you support the idea of tra- of the trans community killing people if they uh, don't get the pronouns right. Or if they somehow fall below the mark of wokeness and and how we're supposed to think and what we're supposed to say, uh, really, what products we're supposed to buy, what movies we're supposed to watch. Because the implication is that they're suffering something and they're being attacked and now they have to start shooting back. So I'm curious, where's that attack taking place? Where's the threat? Where, where, Where is it? Where's it going on? Because I'm seeing the opposite. I'm seeing a community numerically that is infinitesimal, that is tiny, that's not even, frankly, a real community. It's been created to be something. And they wield all the influence in America right now. Whether you keep your job or not depends on how you feel about the trans community. Uh, I guess whether you get shot depends on how you feel about the trans community. Whether a business stays open, makes lots of money, goes under, uh, you know. So I'm I'm just curious if you if you if you support that, if you support what this chick in Wyoming had to say that it's time for the trans community to start, you know, taking up arms. <laughs> I'm curious, right? I mean, if you support that stuff, you you should be proud of that, right? It'd be certainly something you'd want to share with people. Well, I don't want you to feel like you don't have a voice. Yeah, here's a platform for you right here. You can call me up and tell me exactly what you're thinking. Do you agree with this stuff? Do you? Do you think uh, that chick in Nashville uh, is somehow, was somehow a victim that had to do what she had to do because she's voiceless and uh, she's being attacked in America? If you believe that, and have some conviction of your own stinking opinions and and voice them. Be vocal about it, baby. Don't post a meme. All right? Don't don't, you know, think that putting a rainbow on your damn 
profile picture is somehow showing your support. If you if you believe and support what I'm saying, man, I'd love to hear from you. Sure, the parents of those three nine-year-olds would like to hear about it too. 210-599-5555. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot Donald Trump's being indicted to or arraigned today, so that you know I should be talking about that, I guess. <laughs> What do you think? 210-599-5555. John, John, how you doing? Well, pretty good. I think you're right on all of that. But I wanted to uh, give my opinion what what uh, President O'Brandon was saying. <laughs> O'Brandon. And, yeah, and um, I think he was saying have a, have a bluebell day. And um, I don't know if you caught the top of the hour news. They were talking about the Trump thing, and the reporter said that Trump was going to go in and register as a criminal. Register as a criminal? What do you mean? I don't. Well, that's what I want to know. I thought we had uh, uh, you were innocent until proven. No, that's not how it works yet. now. No, that pesky that's jurisprudence. No, you're presumed guilty, especially exactly, if you're a. Cr- and if, and I got to write. You're, you're presumed guilty. That's 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 what's changed. That's the inversion. <laughs> And I appreciate the call, dude. I got to go. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. That's that's yeah. No, that innocent. You know, the uh, uh, assumption of innocence is going away. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I only take one more. Does Jonathan, want to talk about the trans thing? Jonathan, yes, Jonathan, how you doing? Good, you? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that the, the trans people shouldn't even be allowed to buy guns because I don't think they're in their right mind. Right. I They don't yeah, even I, know what gender they are. I, I I agree. I think there's something messed up going on with you if you think you're somebody else trapped inside your body. I just I just sorta of do and I appreciate the call. It's I don't you know, it, it first and foremost, and then I'll take a break here. Prior to, and I, I say this all the time, and maybe you're getting sick of me saying it, but I'm going to say it again. Nobody gave a crap about the trans community or thought one way or the other about it, honestly, until uh, Caitlyn Jenner got boobs, till Bruce Jenner got boobs. The trans conversation wasn't happening in America. And prior to Bruce Jenner getting boobs, okay, who is also, by the way, still a straight male, uh, he'll tell you. She, she, she'll, shim. And prior to that, you know, when it came to folks who genuinely felt that they wanted to live as the opposite gender, it was really never a, oh, I'm trapped in somebody else's body. It was, well, this is how I want to live. And the process to physically get the procedures done, I'm sick of saying transitioning to, you're not transitioning to anything. You're not becoming the opposite gender. You're you're just sort of not. But people who felt that that's the way they wanted to live, I want to live as the opposite gender. As far as the medical stuff, baby, that took years. You know why? Because a lot of doctors wouldn't do it. Wow. They had moral problems with it. Uh, But the process to get to the medical stage took years, sometimes decades for some folks, because there was a screening process to make sure that this is really, really, really what you want to do. Now, you could probably get, you know, hormone blockers before you can get a freaking Xanax in this country at this point. And it doesn't really matter if you're, if you're 44 or if you're 4, you know. 
210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Hi. It's uh, 24 minutes after 10. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to uh, blah, 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 blah. Charles. How you doing? Doing great, Mr. Sean. How are you doing? Another day in paradise, man. What are you What are you thinking? I haven't talked to you in a while, but I figured I got a call on to see the whole world's gone to heck. <laughs> any transgender person who wants to hurt anybody who hurts children doesn't deserve a, a lick of spit. And I just wish those police officers who shot her, you know, the second time should have shot her in the face. Just to make a statement because one of the things that I I, I, I really cringe on when they try to interview the mom. I know she lost her daughter, but she should have said, please give me the, at least, you know, please forgive our family for what my daughter has done. We are not a violent family. I pray for these poor little children. No, all she told the, the reporters were, uh, leave me alone. I've just lost my daughter. No apologies whatsoever. I mean, that really, really, really should tell you well and, and you're right I, you're right we do have a problem and you look at the reaction from the politicians from the celebrity types mm-hmm. and this they're they're just terrified of anything negative being said about the trans community and they're they're hyper defensive of it that's why you're seeing all this gun crap all of a sudden watching these they're, people they're in you know redefine that whole event as somehow being the actions of a victim when you got three dead nine-year-olds? Exactly. You know, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I I know I don't like to use the, oh, come on argument, but I'm going to use it in this. Like, oh, come on. (laughs) One one last thing before I let you let me go. I'm very upset at Budweiser. Not so much for what you think about, about the transgender, but you know what? I re- I'm really disgusting. Why did they go with that transgender person when we have our first city council transgender person down there? They should have put him on the on the label. I should have been just Ron, to be politically I correct. I should have been on that can of Bud Light. Why was it I on a can of Bud Light? What's his TikTok dude? He don't do nothing. Taking a damn bath. I'm on the damn city council, a damn city, San, San Antonio, where the hell am I wrong? San Antonio. Imagine Jalen looking at, man, imagine Jalen looking back at you, you know, on the label of a Shinerbach, you know what I mean? Isn't that going to kill the mood? <laughs> kill the buzz. Have a good one, Mr. Right, Sean. You. you take care of yourself, sir. Thank, thank you so you. much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Don't you misgender me. Don't you dare. Anyway, I, you know, I just... I'm so trannied out. I'm just so done with it. I'm so sick and tired of this whole. And I think that's, I think they're trying to like goad us into something. I think that's what this whole tranny thing is all about. Bud Light and the Loafers. Bud Light and the Loafers. <laughs> Don Morgan, got, that, took a, that took a heartbeat. It took a, you know what I mean? That took him, that one took a second. Bud Light and the Loafers. But, you know, here's the thing, though. You know what? And I'm going to say this, okay? A lot of the folks in this trans community aren't even freaking gay, man. You know what I mean? They just can't swim. <laughs> they, just can't, they just can't, you know what I mean? They just can't play basketball. They just can't lift as much as a dude, you know? So they got to go 
uh, into weightlifting competitions against chicks. 210 uh, Let me take one more quick call. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Good morning, ma'am. I mean, sir. Um, <laughs> hey, um, Don't you screw up my pronouns, man. <laughs> Just a few minutes ago, you had a gentleman on that uh, people, you know, especially kids, they don't know what, you know, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays are Gerald uh, – Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays are Geraldine. Um, you know, they don't know what they want to be. Uh, and, you know, we have some of the smartest, supposedly, some of the smartest intellectual people on the Supreme Court, and they don't even know. Well, a person doesn't even know what the definition of a woman is. Yeah, you got a Supreme Court justice who can't define what a woman is because she's not so, a biologist. So my question is, last month was Women's History Month. But why are we having Women's History Month when the Supreme Court doesn't even know what the definition of a woman is. <laughs> I don't know. You know actually, I mean, actually, last month was Dudes Who Dress Like Women's uh, History Month. <laughs> well, that's you, that's you between, uh, what, uh, every Hallmark movie? God. That's all I watch anymore. It's the only thing that makes sense. Do you, I gotta... have, do you have your Hallmark slippers and Hallmark sweatshirt and stuff like that? All right. Now that's gone far enough. You've crossed a line, man. <laughs> You crossed a line. You're getting a little too personal there, pal. I do have the slippers. Anyway, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, Sam. <laughs> I do. I've 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 been I've gone native. I've been changed. I've turned. I will sit and watch the freaking Hallmark Channel now. You know why? Because I know there's a happy ending. <laughs> and I just love watching white people fall in love. It's just so much. I'm such a racist. I just enjoy watching Caucasians sip cocoa and fall in love. The black chick, the gay black chick's always the best friend. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about Hallmark, though, those channels? Is they, they now have gay characters. You know what I mean? you got to have at least one gay character in every given movie. Right. But they're, they're so just over-the-top stereotypically gay. They swish. All the dudes talking funny, high-pitched voices. It, they're so gay. You know what I mean? And I, I'm just... I, I've, I've known a fair amount of gay people over the years. I really have. You know what? Most of the gay people I knew over the course of my adult life, you wouldn't even know they're gay unless they told you they were stinking gay. Mm-hmm. But on the Hallmark Channel... Oh, let me bake you some cookies. He just broke your heart. I'll bake you some cookies, sweetheart. The best friend. Girl, he didn't deserve you. You know, it's like, oh, shut up and stop being so stinking gay. <laughs> Come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why do you gay people have to ask so, act so stinking gay? You know? One of my best friends is a gay guy. He's more masculine than I am. He can lift more, too. But I'm a gay guy on Hallmark. I'm going to go pick some cookies. All right. It's Sean <laughs> on two, Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Anywhere, Anywhere anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Welcome back to the gig. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Today's arraignment day. There's nothing happening right now. Uh, tomorrow's, I thought today was going to be the fun day. Today, well, there'll be some good TV watching later. I mean, we're not going to see the arraignment on TV. 
Oddly, the judge, this Judge Mershon, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, has already ordered no cameras allowed. Uh, you know, if you can't, uh, there's no recording equipment allowed. They could, they're going to be allowed to, to take some pictures before the proceedings begin. Yeah. Uh, and we don't know if a gag order is coming into play or not. Uh, very obviously, if they don't want, if they'll put freaking Gwyneth Paltrow on a courtroom camera, but they don't want Trump being on a courtroom, they don't want live coverage of the proceedings against Trump. That tells me, and maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm just whistling Dixie, as they say. Ooh, that was so racist. Uh, that they know they don't have a case. They don't want people looking too closely at this. They, they want the bennies of it, right? They want the images of Trump, you know, uh, being arraigned. They want the, the, the optics of uh, he's being indicted by a grand jury by this DA Manhattan. But they don't want you paying too close to those pesky details of this case because you know what? There aren't any. <laughs> well, they're saying now they got 34 felony counts. 34. How come the FEC couldn't find those 34 uh, crimes? How come uh, federal prosecutors couldn't find those 34 crimes? I don't know. It's mysterious. But one thing I think I, I think we all agree on, and you can call me up and, and agree or disagree, Trump himself is loving the snot out of this man. This man, he's loving this. He's going to milk this man. They are so stupid. I, I don't know. I, I guess he, he's going to give some comments tonight. I think he's going back to Florida uh, because they're going to set the trial day today. And then I, the news is the, the buzz is that he's going to go back to Florida. Now we'll have some really thrilling coverage, right, of him walking up the stairway uh, to his plane. We'll have some on-point uh, investigative journalism on his car making a right turn in, in lower Manhattan. There'll be live cameras on that guy all the way to Florida. But I guess when he gets there, he's going to say some stuff. Don, do you have you heard anything about the gag order thing? Is that something that I guess they I guess the judge can rule a gag order if he well, wants I, to. As far as I know, the only media that you'll be able to see are some photographs that a pool right. photographer has been hired to go in and snap. Oh, they got a professional. They got yeah. like hired some guy from like Sears. Yeah, oh, yeah Olin Mills. Olin Mills is. Oh, I was hoping we'd get the horrible courtroom drawings. Yeah, those, oh, those are drawings great. are great. Yeah, those are the best. But you know the big story today is not actually the arraignment. It's what he's going to say. What he's going to say after, right. And of What's course, he his, say? his plane ride home will be wall to wall. That was on all day. I was I, at the was gym for an hour. Yesterday. yesterday. Was all the coverage was him being in vehicles. And the t- entire time I'm there, it was just this this video of his plane flying up the coast <laughs> some thrilling news coverage there and, and, I, and I would look up I'm like well is he still flying you know that's a good thing but <laughs> in, in the back of my head I'm thinking I really want to see that plane bank a sharp right <laughs> and start heading off toward Africa and underneath right. the plane underneath the plane the words so long suckers <laughs> as he flies off yeah but then Africa. fly back and say psych yeah you know. gotcha I want him walking into the courtroom with a freaking Big Mac in his hand. You know what I mean? 
Just walk this man. Have a big, just a big drippy <laughs> no, Big Mac no in way. your hand. While he's standing there, it's like that scene at Fast Times at Ridgemont High where the pizza, the Mr. Pizza guy shows up to bring a pizza. To I think he should have a pot like a Domino's delivered <laughs> while he's in the courtroom. Oh, that's that's mine. That's my yeah. beautiful pizza. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I'm a little hungry, a little peckish. So I had some food. I got food delivered for everybody. It's beautiful pizza, you know, and just have it delivered while he's there. Yeah. And, and just be the complete and total reenactment of that whole scene. Mr. Trump, can I ask you what you're doing? Getting arraigned, having some food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. Arraign me. Come on, big boy, arraign me. Oh, that would be great. I told him, I told him tonight in Florida. I told the judge, Judge Marshall, I said, arraign me. I said, be gentle. <laughs> I told him, I said, are you going to give me a call afterwards? You still got to respect me? Because <laughs> oh, let me tell you, what he's going to do, what he wants to do to me is what he wants to do to all of you. So grab your ankles, you know. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. Uh, yeah, I object. And then Trump takes a big bite of his big neck. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had a Big Macs. I think he had to buy everybody Big Macs in the courtroom. He comes in with a bag of hamburgers. I think yeah. I think he ought to deliver, have Big Macs delivered to the judge, to brag to everybody. The, I think that'd the, be great. The press pool waiting outside. They all get the a press big, pool. Yeah. All those vegan idiots out there. Nothing wrong with being vegan. I'm just saying, you know these these prim and proper elitist pukes from the media. Right. Somebody hands him a Big Mac. It's like holy water on a vampire. You know what I mean? Right. I bought them all Big Macs. Anyway, 210. <laughs> I'm trying to imitate the m- glorious moment we had yesterday with my Trump imitations, but it's not quite there today. No, we're going to have to go to the bullpen on that the one. The news sure. will be a lot funnier tomorrow yes. after we kind of know what he's going to do and say. We're sort of in a vacuum right now. That's why we're talking about Tranny so much. 210599. <laughs> Get out of the vacuum quick. The <laughs> Tranny vacu- vacuum. Oh, man. Two, there's never a Tranny vacuum. There's always a new story. 210 Always just minutes away from the latest news around town. Stay connected with San Antonio on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yes, indeed. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Final few moments of the show. So if you'd like to give us a call, 210-599-5555. Again, uh, there's no story yet. <laughs> Donald Trump's arraignment, uh, other than the crap loads of press that are in uh, in Manhattan. There's some protesters. They got barricades up. So it, it, it'll be more of a story, obviously, tomorrow. But again, it is it is just an arraignment at the same time. But we'll know when the trial's kicking off. Uh, the other, another news story that I want to make sure that you're aware of, because I know a lot of you uh, flip through Gone with the Wind on a regular basis, uh, by Margaret Mitchell, which came out in 1936. I've never read the book. I tried to read it once. It was boring as hell. I tried to get through it and couldn't. It's a very dense novel. It's, it's brilliant. It's a brilliantly crafted novel, but... You know, one of the classics, obviously, but, uh, you know, uh, for the uh, readers of today, the young readers of today, who I guess are unaware that a civil war ever took place or that 
at one point we had slaves in America. So they would very obviously be very shocked and surprised by this particular chapter in our history. And so the uh, folks who are publishing Mitchell's novel, the next edition is going to have a trigger warning because the content of Gone with the Wind, according to uh, the publishing uh, company, uh, is racist, harmful, and problematic. So, uh, again, they're, they're going to put, at the beginning of the novel, with all new editions of Gone with the Wind, uh, it'll have a trigger warning. Gone with the Wind is a novel which includes problematic elements uh, that may be hurtful or indeed harmful phrases and terminology that were prevalent at the time this novel was written and which are true to the context of the historical setting of this novel. The company's Pan Macmillan. They're a subsidy of Macmillan Publishing House. This book's been around since 1936, and the, the, I, I'm assuming the trigger warning uh, is is for younger folks, right, who are just encountering the novel. Um, how many young people do you think uh, there are in this moment in American history who are interested in any way, shape, or form of reading a very large and dense Civil War novel from 1936. Unless it's assigned to them in a college course, and I don't think they assign books anymore because books are too hard to read. (laughs) In other words, the people who would be interested in reading Gone with the Wind are people that are probably fully aware of the historical context of the novel. I'm just say we who are we then in the year 2023 reading a freaking novel is going to upset people and cause them you know to be traumatized if a novel written in 1936 traumatizes you you have issues that ain't got nothing to do with margaret mitchell where are we okay here's the steve steve how you doing man democrats are tender little weaklings aren't they tender they're so tender they're, they're so tender, sensitive. tender, tender. <laughs> Their little bottoms are so tender. Uh, if I was president, if I was President Trump, I would be very tempted to step out of that limousine wearing gold handcuffs, wave them up in the air, smile real big, hold both hands up in the air, and then bring them down. Have my man take them off of me, walk inside, and then I would. I think I would probably also produce my own mugshot. <laughs> And the he little should. placard that I would Trey was the little placard, that. he should the placard, yeah, the little placard that I would be holding would say, uh, "What is it? Uh, B R K C, Banana Republic Kangaroo Court," <laughs> and then the judge's phone number, and then that judge's office's phone number. Yeah, I would be very tempted to do that where I am. That's if I'm him. You know, I bet he comes up with his own. His own uh, uh, mugshot. But that I would, Trey mentioned that earlier today, and I wouldn't shock me at all. They didn't want to cuff me, so I cuffed myself. I'm a dangerous character. We'll see. Not only are way, they t- it's going to be funny to watch, man. Not only are they tender-hearted little creatures, but they're cowards as well. Yes, they are, man. Hey, Steve, it's always a pleasure, man. I appreciate the call. Uh, so, yeah, we'll know more tomorrow. Obviously, the arraign- the arraignment is scheduled for 2.30 East Coast time. One th- I guess that's one thirty hour time. 
Uh, again, you're not going to see anything. You're, you'll probably see him go in and out of the building. That's about it. They're not allowed. They're going to take. They're going to. They got a guy that they hired from. <laughs> what did Don say? Olin Mills or something to come in and do a, take some pictures of him beforehand. Are uh, they going to have him put his like his his wrists, you know, fold his hands on the little carpet box? Yeah, and then you know maybe you can have some handcuffs there on the carpet, right. little car- little box they put your your hands yeah, under. Remember, I mean, in the seventies, they had those reflections photos where they had oh, one pose, yeah. and then like off to the side, you had like looking pensively. Off it's of the, such a yeah. yeah, they had to do that. But and, instead, you know, they have him standing there looking into the camera, and then the the reflection image is his mug shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the reflection is his mugshot with handcuffs, with handcuffs. while he's taking well, a bite out of a Big Mac. eating a Big Mac. <laughs> Moreover, what the hell was up with those portraits? God, they were creepy. They were bad. Anyway. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.